1: There he is. Scott Kaplan is here. Cappy and Kirk Morrison are going to be your afternoon today. Uh, Cap had the taco tour go. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Was it great? Insane. Now, tell, describe it. So did you get a bunch of tacos and bring them out, or did you have a truck, or what, how did it work?
2: Mace, take a guess how many tacos I ate last night. Now, hold on. Yep. Remember earlier... You know, John You're Ireland, a larger, you're a man of larger stature. Well, John Ireland's <laughs> wife said, "Who's that fat guy that's slapping you in the face with tortillas?" Right? <laughs> that is correct. She did. <laughs> she did say that about me. Yeah. And remember, my girlfriend, affectionately known Rachel. around these parts, rah, 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 Rachel. Yep. She also said that when you and I were singing the national anthem at the softball game, she said, "You and and Steve seem to have a very similar build. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us, by the way, were terribly insulted by and me. you yeah, went, and, and so insulted. your
3: answer to this was to go out and eat as many tacos as humanly possible.
2: Well, I I just have a I have an eating disorder. Like when there's food right. in front of me, I cannot turn it down.
3: Now, yeah. Cap, I didn't know you. So the gonna...
1: number of of tacos is the question, right? Yeah,
2: number of tacos last night. Three stops. Uh, uh I'll say you had nine. Okay, nine's uh, a good guess. I'm
1: gonna go. I'll take the over ten.
2: Okay. I'ma
4: go eight.
2: All right. All right. The winner is this guy's been on a roll lately. The winner is Mace. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Us fat guys stick together. <laughs> yeah, we do. I had Ten last Tacos night, sounds good. I had last night. I had eleven tacos yeah. wow. and one tostada. Oh, I'm glad you snuck the testati. Yeah, that's good work. Like yeah. that, like that was
3: now dessert. Cap, I brought a, <laughs> like I brought a scale the into the studio today because I, I was trying to make the point that most men will lie about what they weigh. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday I said I had you going at about two twenty five. You yeah. were incredibly insulted by my by my guess. What mm. have you weighed yourself in the last two, three days?
2: Um, I haven't weighed myself today because of the whole taco thing yesterday. Right. Do right. you
3: have access to a scale where you are right now? I do. All right. Go run in there. Mm-hmm. Weigh yourself. What do you think it's going to say?
2: Um, well, I'd say based on the time of day and what I've consumed thus far, probably about two o two three, somewhere in that neighborhood, Damn. I guess.
3: Two hundred three, you'd be lighter than Mason. Okay, let's see what you actually get. All right,
2: you guys talk amongst yourselves. I'll be right back. Hold Yeah. On. So yeah. Right what I
1: actually weighed today, and it, it's you weighed actually in two fourteen, right? And I, I when I weighed myself this morning, I was two thirteen six. So we yeah. we're right at the right at the correct. Kirk, level. what do you weigh?
4: Right now, today, or uh, yeah, or last week? No, no, today uh, no. roughly. I would say right around, right around two fifty, 250, two fifty five. And what was
3: your playing weight? Ooh,
4: playing
3: weight was about two thirty five. Yeah. All right, and and. Did, that's where you wanted to be. too? you like two thirty-five. That was you could still be fast and still you hit still people. Be fast. If I played in today's NFL, I would mm-hmm. have to be two twenty.
4: Oh, you uh, 220. would have to. be. Even though the linemen are bigger. Yeah, I mean, think about it. everybody's two twenty. Everybody's 215, yeah, okay. 220. Well, the
3: offensive line though, it, like back when you started in the league, if I was two seventy-five, <laughs> I could probably get away with it. And now there isn't anybody under three,
4: right? No, everybody's three hundred uh, yeah. on the offensive line. But at the same time, and they can they can move. It, it's too, a different right? looking three hundred. Like we look at. Andrew Whitworth. Yeah. there's He is the leanest 330 I've ever seen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if someone told me he's 330, like, no way. He looks like he's about 285, right. yet he's 330. I was looking X at frame.
3: Whitworth the other day. I think if the Rams get an injury, they're going to call him. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I would. I would. Yeah. Yeah. I
4: think he, looks, he's, he still looks really.
3: Although I think good.
1: no poom's ready.
4: He's well,
3: ready. we're we're about to find Ish.
4: out. I, I do want to ask, uh, Cap, you still there? Cap, he yeah, went to back. weigh himself. Yeah. I right, know, oh, Cap. Yeah. Cap, Cap okay. where, how
3: close were you to your actual weight?
2: I was under. I was under. I do. Uh, I do blame the, the the eleven tacos and the one tostada. You guessed uh, two
3: hundred two, two hundred three. What's the actual number?
2: Two
4: hundred eight and <laughs> eh, not that yeah. bad. No, it's pretty M- bad.
1: Make sure within six pounds of cap. I'm within six pounds of cap.
4: I just want to ask Cap about this this Sixth Street Bridge because every night I watch the news. Me and my mm-hmm. wife, we sit back. We always watch the you know ten o'clock news, and I always watch the first fifteen minutes. Yeah. And every day this week, since the well, every day since the bridge is open. There's always at least one lead with the 6th Street Bridge. Is this
1: the new bridge that they just yes. built? Yeah, make so
4: what makes this bridge such a big deal? It is now an influencer. I'm I'm so shocked that Steve Mason has not crossed the 6th
1: Street Bridge I like, have not Cap, the crossed the 6th Street Bridge. Cap, did it you cross th- it last night? I did. I crossed it both
2: ways a couple it, of yeah, times. It hmm. goes
1: from what? Boyle Heights to the Arts District, right? That's exactly mm-hmm.
4: right, Mace. Uh, I, I watched
1: watched the first fifteen minutes of the news too. <laughs>
4: yeah. It's an influencer bridge, I, but it seems like something that Steve Mason would be. There so people are going them, there, get their
1: picture get taken, their picture and then taken. going viral on on the Insta. Yes,
4: yeah, some people are now uh, climbing up the, uh, the the spirals. I don't know what probably it not advisable. Yeah, just because everybody it's it's a new they thing call to it the do. arch, Laura. Yeah, yes, the okay. arches, the arches.
2: Yes. Cappy, how right.
1: many tacos do you think you shuffled out last night?
2: How many tacos did? Did what shuffle out? Shuffle
1: well. You were giving away tacos, weren't you, or were no, you no. just taking tacos? No, just taking. Buying. Oh, really? Really? I was just. I thought and you had a tr- like a like a truck, and you were no. going around, None and you they were, were giving. Going
3: to, they were going to different hot spots. So no, you listen. were just
1: you were just clubbing. Yeah, yeah. well, well I and mean, taco. Of a, a bar crawl. If you've got, it, got a guy who taco?
3: knows, taco. And, and taco Beto crawl. is a good guy yeah. for this. I I used the the photographers at Kcal who who grew up in L. A. and have lived there, and know all the shortcuts. Uh, shout out Jody Mena. Shout out Steve Medina. Would take me to these hole in the wall taco joints. Cap, I assume you ate a couple of them last night and they were fantastic. I was See, blown here- away by two things happened. I don't know if the second thing's still true. Number one, I was blown away by how good everything tasted. And number two, the cost was ridiculously affordable. Like yeah. it was not pricey at all.
2: Well, here's what happened yesterday, and Mm -hmm. I know Kirk and I will jump into it a little bit deeper, Mm -hmm. because everybody went with us. Laura did all the driving, Funchy was with us, Um, Josh from our social media team, Morales. I mean, we had a whole mishbucha of people to go out and about, You know, including Beto, who was the ringleader of all of this. What I didn't realize is, do you guys know the number, and I don't know that there is a number, but... Pop-up taco stands. <sighs> Number so like, you know, of pop-up taco well, stands. Well, the, I, the point is, is this. I don't know that there's an answer for that. But literally, we were at a Pep Boys, like an like okay. auto parts store. Yeah. You know? and, and they had a pop-up taco spot there? Yeah. Pop it up right there. And it, it was fire. And, and listen, it's not like they're it just was trying fire. to get in. No, it I was. It was it, it when
1: Cappy gets with the kids, uh, it was right. fire.
2: <laughs> it was so damn good. And we went to three different pop-up taco stands that all t- bring in their clientele through social media. Hey, this is where we are today. Come on down and get it. And, you guys, you'd be blown away by the lines of people. Really? That are standing there. Were not they t- for you? No, not for me. Oh, for I, thought, I thought this places. was about you. Not about me. Not about me at all. This was about Beto Duran saying, you need to go to East L.A. Yeah. and get out there on the streets with nice. the people and see what it's all about.
1: So here's what I want to do. I want to I better this bit. So we're going to get a taco truck filled mm-hmm. with tacos. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to start playing music like the uh, ice cream trucks used to have. And then we're going <laughs> to give away tacos as we go along. What the about The Mason that? and
3: Ireland taco truck?
5: Yeah, yep. the taco truck. What do you think? Ladies and gentlemen,
0: here we come.
2: Truck. dad it's the taco truck <laughs> mom can i have some money the taco truck the taco is truck is and here. maybe
3: maybe mace Love this it. will allow us to bring back the choco taco, the choco yes, taco. which was knocked oh, out of God. existence this a, week it's now no a more.
1: collector's item i've got one in my freezer and do I eat it? Do no, I not oh, eat who it? are you kidding? You Someone can't I'm resist. It. No, no, no! It? But this is like a piece of history, right? Yeah. This is this is one of the building Chaco blocks taco. of why I got so big. Was the Chaco Taco? <laughs> <laughs> Don't I want to preserve the Chaco Taco in its entirety
2: for future generations? So Choco your excuse taco. as to why you've gotten so big is because of the Choco Taco. It's, My excuse yep. is because I was wearing um, elastic waistband pants all through
1: COVID. Sansa Belt. Very <laughs> deceiving, the uh, the waistbands, uh, you know, because they stretch. So yeah, you right. don't really notice the difference. It's quality
2: fashion
3: idea
1: exactly. right there. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
2: But, John, I heard you talking about this earlier, about talking to a friend who's really overweight yeah. And, yeah. and being worried about
1: yeah, it. Yeah, by the way, Cap. Yeah. Can we? Can you and I have a talk? I know we should have an intervention <laughs> with each other. All right, other, now Cap, me. do
3: you think there is a way <laughs> that I could approach it with him that would not offend him, or should I just drop it? Yeah, John's no, no. got a
1: super fat friend. He wants to know if you should if he should say something about mm-hmm. it. Kirk, what John? do you think before Scott answers? Yeah, yeah. you let him know.
3: Because really, yeah, my That's Mason it. Mason said hell no. How well, do you do? Not-
1: how do you do it? Okay,
4: so I'm I'm John's super fat friend.
1: So okay. what are you going to say?
4: Uh, what are you doing this weekend?
1: Uh, I'm, uh, I'm meeting with friends. I'm having okay. dinner with friends.
4: We're about to go do a little group workout. All group of us. workout. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't So you gotta, you have to bring it into everybody's like all inclusive. But what you know about what I mean? when I say no? Like no. No on the group workout. Well, see what happens is this is where you, you have to realize. And I, and I saw this the other day because someone sent like our pictures from college. Yeah. And it's like. And you were svelte. Oh yeah. It's t- yeah. totally different. Like you like, Oh right. my God. Like, I was like, dog, we got to get back to that." Like, yeah. You know yeah. I mean? So it's more of an encouraging thing, like, "Man, so you don't come right out and, so and call right him fat out. now." Cap, how would you tackle it?
2: So I'm going to tell you guys a totally true story. Mm-hmm. So I have a guy who I'm uh, acquaintances with in the radio industry. He lives over in Arizona, right? Yep. And this guy, I'm not joking, is about six foot two yep. and probably 500 pounds. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. So he's a he's a tall guy. Yep. But a big guy. But he's he's insanely overweight. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I happened to see him at a convention. This is about two years ago. Yep. Maybe a little longer. And when it was over, I I called him on the phone and I said, Hey, listen, um, and, and by the way, me saying what I'm about to tell you guys, mm-hmm. everybody who listens who every everybody knows I call myself fat and disgusting. Yes. I got no willpower. I'm cutting out every vice on September sixth. I'm getting rid of booze, weed, I'm going on Wait a major diet. <laughs> you're on- what is September
4: sixth, September sixth. I thought you're not supposed to wear like white white anymore, right? <laughs> After Why September 6th yeah. is the date you're going to get good? No more white pants for you, Kevin. Right.
2: Well, the reason September 6th is because the Rams host the Bills on September 8th. Eight. Correct. Right. So I'm going to start on Monday the 6th, and I'm going to go 30 days of no booze, no cannabis product of any kind. Wow. And and that, by the way, Mace, that will change everything for my diet Yeah. because the reason I overeat the way I do is mostly because of the you-know-what.
4: So you're saying after Labor Day or on Labor Day? After, after labor, labor day 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 day. after labor day no, so he's going to so go hard on See labor I'm day. trying now but so the problem labor- is like I I was down to 207
1: last week. Then I was off for four days, and I'm back at 214. So it's like it's bouncing around like crazy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but Cappy, in September, I'm going to make a huge effort too. Does well, that mean you're going to have a total blowout between now and then? <laughs> well, Does that mean that means nothing but debauchery
2: the rest of the summer? There's two things going on for me the rest of the summer that I got to deal with. One of them is next week, while you guys are at Rams training camp, mm-hmm. I'm actually taking a couple of days off. Oh, nice, good for you. Where oh, are you going? We are going to be in Mammoth. So nice. Yes, Mammoth in the summer is insane. It is so great, and there's a big blues festival up there. So again, now I'm going to a place where there's going to be eating, drinking, and you know what else is going to be happening. Yeah. Okay. And then later in the month, I've got another couple of days off right before Labor Day, and then the reason September 6th is because September 6th to me is the it's from today September 6th until like Christmas of no days off. Right. You know. Yeah. Just, that's
1: the way. That's the way it is until December right, for sure. Right.
2: So. So I feel like in September I'm going to start this this diet and get rid of all booze, all cannabis products and um, and really watch my my eating. Hey,
3: uh, uh, oh, we done cap or do Well, we... I just want to say yeah. this.
2: so so I, so I said to this friend of mine, very 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 overweight guy. Yeah. I said to him I go listen man. I go um, I don't mean to be your Tony Robbins here, okay? I don't mean to be your Richard Simmons here, but I just need to tell you that as someone who cares about you, you this is not a secret. You're obviously way, way overweight, okay? And you got these young kids, and you want to be here for them. So let me tell you how easy it would be for you to just lose some weight right away. Just do this. Stop drinking soda and stop drinking all these sugar products, and then just do a a 45-minute walk every day. That's how you start, especially when you're that big. Cap, how was that received? Okay, insanely well. You know how it was received, John? John, it was received like this oh, my God, thank you for caring about me. Oh, my God, thank you for having the guts to say that to me. Mm -hmm. And then it was met with, I was getting calls like every two weeks. Dude, guess what? I was in the gym yesterday with a trainer. Dude, guess what? I stopped really? drinking monster energy. Oh, uh,
1: this is a made up BS story. No, I promise. This you. is this totally made up. up b- this, this, is one, this is something you, t- you twist up to try to make a point, and it's <laughs> not for real, Cap. You just stop. This that guy would immediately 100% say, 100% F you. You, you true. went to him and said, basically, you're fat.
2: That's what he knew. He already knew that. He has That's a right. mirror at home. That's he right. doesn't need you telling him that he's fat. Correct. He did not need me to, but what he did need me to do is say somebody cares about you, and you know what? It's time for somebody who cares about you to tell you that you need to do something about this because most people just won't tell him. Well, how much does he weigh now? I think he's gained about thirty or forty pounds.
5: <laughs>
2: hey, Laura, give
3: me a give me a women's opinion on this. If I were to go to another guy and say, "Hey, I'm concerned about you. Mm-hmm. You're overweight. You got to start exercising. You got to start eating better." Am I a jerk or is that a good friend?
6: No, I think it, it. So it's hard because it depends on the mindset of the person and where mm-hmm. they're
5: at.
3: Right. I
6: think that's the key, because if they're in a place like where Mason said and they're like, hey, they know people know they're overweight. Right. I, you know, when I look at pictures, of me when I was over 500 pounds, I was like, damn, that was me. But I, it, it was crazy, you know. But it's.
3: Did anyone come to you back then and say, I'm concerned about
6: your health? Yes, but it was also most of my doctors um, yeah. because I got I was always overweight and then I got sick and then that tipped me mm-hmm. into that scale of 500 pounds. So going back to your question, I personally think that depending on how you say, like if you're like, yo, you're fat, you need to work out, bro. They know that. Right. And if, mm-hmm. the way you said it, that's why I texted you. You know, yeah. I said, that's not bad. You're telling them, yo, I'm concerned Certainly. for you. Mm-hmm. I am your friend and I right. want mm-hmm. you here. And I think, again, it depends on the mindset of that person, because a lot of people that are overweight, it's a mental thing. It's yeah. not just a, a overeating thing. So it depends where their psyche is at, too. And as a friend, you know where that's at, or you may or may not. Right. But depending on how you approach it, I think that's the key for that. You
1: know, in the end, uh, this is a public service me- uh, message <laughs> for uh, Laura and Bergman and Funch and Ireland and Kirk and Cappy. Yeah. Don't reach out with concern. I already know i picked up I don't need to hear from you, okay? Don't try to say I care about you and it's
2: time. I know, I know. This I'll is really it. an amazing uh, piece of, of commentary by you, Steve, considering mm. Mm that you're the guy that wants to marry for love, while the rest of us are like, no, marry a second time, marry for money. Wait a minute, <laughs> are, you, are you also in the marry for money club? 100% I'm in the marry for money club.
1: Does Rachel because have money? W- because we're yeah. honest.
3: Yeah. Does, wait
2: a minute,
1: does Rachel have money? Yeah. Ma- she does. Says, love will keep us together. I only marry for love. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, you, I, I'm sorry, on, I settle down for love. Oh, again, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Captain. Oh, Don't marry for it money. It's not important. Yeah,
3: we'll live off, of
1: our, we'll it, live off of our... Love and mm-hmm. Top Ramen. Everybody hates love around here. Nobody hates love. Yeah, you're, you're love. hating on love. Yeah, but, but you're, you're hating d- you're on...
2: You're diminishing what love is. And, and you, sir, are hating on being honest with somebody because you love them. See, we love. That's why we tell this person, you got to lose some weight. I don't think
1: these things have anything to do with each other. I'm extremely confused. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next, Kaplan and Kirk. Back tomorrow at 1, 710 ESPN. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups and sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up and power your buys and tries the right way or de-stress with some cardio. The choice? is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
2: Yeah! Oh, Bing, ba da boom. Bing, da-da-ding. ra da da Ding, 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 ding. Come on, Kirk Morrison. Bing, ba boom. Yeah! Do <laughs>
4: oh, got the air <laughs> guitar, <laughs> guitar going too. <laughs> yeah. Air guitar. Uh, I play the air bass.
2: You play the air guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> ba-da. Here comes some drums. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Kirk Morrison in the house today. What up, man?
4: What up, brother?
2: My man.
4: Good, good, good to be here, man. Good to see you. Good to be seen. Yeah, it's know? good to
2: be with you always. Um, always. I have not seen you since. July 15, Mm -hmm. when you hit two monster bomb home runs Mm. and were leading us to victory until everything fell apart and Beto Duran hit the walk-off game-winning home run and literally stole from you, Kirk Morrison, the MVP award, and stole from me the victory, Team Cappy versus Team Mace, Kirk, give me some uh you you've had time to think about what happened 2 weeks ago. Yeah. Where's your head at on all this?
4: Well, my head is at I the first two home runs um just were just I just knew. And for a lot of people at the station to just understand my, my athleticism. Somebody mm-hmm. some people they think, "Oh, he's the football guy." No, I'm just a guy of the people. I'm a guy of sports. And that's all I was able to do, show you that I could swing the bat. Baseball is my first love. Okay, Cappy, I told you that, man. I love baseball, I still do. Uh, I just, you know, obviously the way that my body was made out, I had to play football, I couldn't play baseball anymore. So, I mean, the one thing I could say this being out there with the group, I wanted to show everybody what I could do. I hit two home runs, and I had the third opportunity in Ron Mitchell. That darn Ron Mitchell. Dirty dog. Dirty dog, Ron Mitchell. He came with these sky softballs from the heavens. And for me, I'm an anxious guy. And I got (laughs) a little too anxious. I should (laughs) have just calmed down and relaxed. And I uh, ended up hitting one to the warning track and not over the fence. And I, for me, you said what's been going through my head is that I let my team down. Oh, man. I let my team down. Wow. Because if I hit another home run... I'm I'm walking around, I'm walking off with the MVP trophy. Right. I've got a belt around my waist. I probably get a picture in these luxurious ESPN Los Angeles studios somewhere. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, having your picture up with the MVP trophy and for right now, I, I don't get that. I, I don't I don't have a trophy. Right. I'm just you know, just the guy who hit a couple home runs and that's right. it.
2: Right. I mean essentially what happens is those become meaningless home runs. Yeah. You know, So as much as you feel like you've let your team down, I hate to keep bringing this up, but how do you think Kurt Sandoval feels when Beto Duran hit what was a pop-up and should have been just a standard fly ball, and Kurt has the the ball in his glove but falls backwards over the fence? And by the way, you were probably standing right there when it happened, right?
4: I was up close and personal, saw it. The ball was right there, almost came down with it. But, man, it was – look, I told you, if we're keeping a score, I want to win. That's just what it is. So we were keeping a score. We lost. And it took me a little bit of time to get over it. But I'm already looking forward to next year. Yeah, I understand.
2: <laughs> well, hey, um, it took me a little time to get over it as well. And yesterday and the day before, Beto Duran was filling in for <laughs> And Beto has been saying to me, Kaplan, you need to get out into East L.A. And you need to be with the real people. And so last night we got off the air, me and Beto, Laura and Funchy, and then we roped Chris Morales into this entire thing. We went on an East L.A. taco tour. Mm. And let me tell you something, Kirk. Next time we decide to do something like this, you're going to want to come. Your I boy here yes. your, your, your boy here put down 11 tacos and, and one tostada. Una tostada. I mean, Laura, you saw me put on that
4: eating exhibition last night, oh right? Oh, my
6: God. I, I had four, well, three and a half, and I'm, my stomach was Dead. <laughs> dead.
4: So, so the thing is, I didn't get a chance to actually go, but I followed on the ESPN Los Angeles Twitter handle, by the way, and ESPN Los Angeles Instagram page. And I had a bit of jealousy because it looked like one of those events. And I got to give it to you, Cappy. you got some hood cards, man. you got some hood credibility. I mean, like, for real, like, you're walking through the streets of East L.A. and, like, people know you. Like, that's Cappy. So you, I gotta, I gotta give you respect, dog. I gotta give you respect. I didn't know if you was gonna have some of that hood card in you, but they look, they've given you a hood pass out here in East LA,
2: right? I think they liked that I didn't have boots on the ground per <laughs> se. I had flip flops on the ground, is what was going on. I think where I really got my card yesterday, Laura, you tell me, Funchy, jump in uh-huh. on this. But we, we just Laura, start us over with this. Where do we start out? We started out at the first taco place was where.
6: Avenue Twenty Six, which is on Fourth and Alameda, mm-hmm. great okay. tacos, and yeah. they right, used to really have the good. night market. Then we proceeded to go to the Sixth Bridge because Cappy needed his picture.
4: Yeah, oh, see, so he's see, the one now. Seeing, see, that, that, he was walking out yesterday yeah. on the bridge. Yeah. See, there yeah. it is. so now the story comes out that yeah. Oh, yeah. Cap wanted to be there for the oh, that, oh. that, that, that is a Cap Bridge, right? Well, I, like, I
6: feel like it's an all of us Bridge, don't but, lie. But you know, <laughs> no. but I feel like yes, it is. But, but for
4: the influencer in Cap to let oh, everybody yeah. know oh, I yeah. was there. Did oh, you it, not
6: see that beautiful picture that was taken? I did.
4: And you want to know the funny part
2: about it is, is that we were there. And as we were coming off the bridge, headed towards Boyle Heights, the cops were like, you know, hitting their sirens, mm-hmm. telling people, let's get moving here. Because there were mm-hmm. people in cars that were literally pulled over on the side, stopped, yeah, like almost parking before they got onto the Not bridge. Not even that,
3: Captain, there was like 50 kids in the, with bikes. There was right. like a biker gang
6: almost. Right,
2: right. there was a yeah. bicycle takeover of the bridge. And the next thing we know, we're all getting tweets saying, hey, the bridge has been shut down. And we had just been there moments before.
6: It was Cappy's wow. fault, but you
4: know.
2: Well, that's what people, people were saying on <laughs> but Twitter. But you They're
4: were like, with Cap, so they allowed you to cross the bridge. Well,
2: the people on Twitter what were like, leave part. it to the one white guy to, to get the whole bridge shut down. Yeah. that's That's mm-hmm. the one thing everybody was saying to me last night. They're like... Bro, do you understand that you're the only white guy here? Yeah,
6: yeah. And I'm like... um But that's what happened. Who made the joke that said, because we didn't see the white guy back on the bridge, we were a little concerned, so that's why they shut it down to look for you? <laughs> I don't remember who said that joke last night. I was like, damn. So we did the picture. We did a little photo shoot with Cappy. Yeah, And And uh, shout out to Josh, because he did a great job of the social media team. Kirk, then, that's
2: called dad modeling is what that's called. I right said, there. That,
4: that was, that was, Yeah. Like you made it, you right, know, I mean? dad like, model. It's like the fake look back, like you're looking at something, like right. you're gazing at something, but right. you're really not.
2: Right, and I'm acting like you're like looking I'm off just in the here, Right, I'm just here doing my thing, and it just so happens that somebody's <laughs> s- snapping up pictures of me. You know, so yes, I'm 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 a dad model. So is what you're I am. no,
4: you're an Instagram model. It's all good. Ooh, okay,
2: okay. <laughs> all right, so from the from the bridge, we all went right. to the the bridge before mm-hmm. it got closed down. We did. Okay, and then where to, Laura?
6: Then we went to Don Cucos tacos and uh, off like where Whittier is and and stuff, yes. and and we posted that their Instagram. So if you guys want to follow them, you guys can go do that. By but, the way, I am
2: now officially best friends. With everybody who works at Tacos Don Cuco. That's true. Uh, including Don Cuco himself. True. Because he and I last night were sweating all over each other and hugging it out like <laughs> you couldn't even believe. Romance. Uh, and uh-huh. they let me they let me get behind the scenes yeah. and do a bunch of the cooking. And you'll notice that I had a beer in my hand the entire time because Beto was pouring <laughs> Modelo Especiales. Okay. And so I'm standing there with a cerveza in one hand.
6: He was not driving, by the way. No. And uh, and and then you know
2: I was flipping chicken and adobada on the on the grill. Adobada. You know? See, si. and uh, and we were just eating our faces off, man. I am so disgusting. I mean, this morning, if you had any idea of the pain that I was experiencing, but that's another story. So we went from uh, tacos don Cuco, which was mm-hmm. um, you say on Whittier.
6: It was a, yeah, it was in you know it's in East LA, so yep. it, mm-hmm. you go down Whittier and stuff. It, it's on the little side the street, but if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, shout out to them. They're great. And and one thing, did you see Kat before Don Cuco himself? He was like chilling,
4: yeah, like
6: just chilling in the background, like because like, we were, you know, we, we, we loud, we loud, you know. <laughs> so he was like, who the hell are all these people here just loud? Because everybody was in line just chilling. And we were like the only ones that were hella loud. So he was just kind of observing everything. And then when we took a picture, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm the owner. And then that's how we found out. And I was like, "Ooh, Don Coco, we've been looking at us, like eyes on. Like, what are you doing here?" Anyway, so we were there.
2: Wait, well, hold on. One thing that happened though when we first got there. When we got there, there's this gentleman, and he's um and he's wearing like a security guard uniform. Oh,
6: Gio! Right? Shout out to Gio! Right? Yeah, shout yep, out yep. to Gio. And yep. so
2: here's me, like this is this is like t- stupid, you know, naive guy, you know, who shows up in East LA. And I'm like, well, yeah they they have a security guard here for the event that's going on here and Laura's like no moron he's not a security guard for the event he's a security guard in his real life and he's a listener to 710 yeah. and he came here to hang out with us I'm like
4: oh yep. that's what's up man see
6: yeah so he he because we we literally it was like they were barely popping shop right mm-hmm. and he goes yo el güero,' like you know the white guy and stuff so we're like Cap's like yeah what's up but we didn't know like we legit didn't know it was a listener so he had announced to the like the staff and the owners, like, yo, 710 is popping up here. We didn't know that. We, wow. like, found out later when we looked at Twitter and stuff, but he was there. Uh, there was another listener there. Grant. Grant. Uh Yeah, they were there. There were just a few people there chilling because they heard we were going to pop through. So it, w- it was fun, you know, just kind of chilling with the people for a little bit. And then we went to the next spot that was legit on pet Boys. That's what we're calling it because it's not an official thing like it's just
2: it's just a pop-up they they literally put up -up. a kitchen they pulled a kitchen out of a truck and they had everything it's not like they were half-assing it i mean they had
6: every last
2: detail you would want right behind a pep boys Mm -hmm. you know so now here's here we all are you know drinking Mm -hmm. cervezas and eating tacos and partying and having a great time meeting people you know kind of caravanning with listeners and it was totally, like, grassroots. We set it on the air. We actually went and did it. We, we put it on social media, and it was awesome.
6: It was great. And, again, people, because I know there's going to be those few people. The guys were not driving. They had DDs. You mm-hmm. know, I was a DD for the boys, and Funchy was a DD for Beto. So before y'all get crazy.
3: Well, I just didn't have any alcohol for me,
4: that's all. I don't drink beer. Yeah. No beer? I don't drink beer, no. Beer and tacos? Nah, man. Not in Odell? Uh, uh, go with the Hennessy, as man. As hot as it is is, I'll Go with LA? the Hennessy, man. That's it, just the Hennessy, huh? Just the it Hennessy. It worked out.
6: It worked out because he was a DD. <laughs> yeah, was a DD, you know? so it was DD, so it's was
2: fine.
4: But you yeah, know what? Out. Honestly, it looked fun, man. I really did. I'm like, man, I would have loved to do that. And it seems like now you can find, it, it's more of those pop-ups, like mm-hmm. you mentioned, Laura. Like That's the one thing about LA yeah. that I love is that. You can go to some spots and, like, people have state claim on their oh, locations.
6: yes, I yep. know
4: that on Saturday by this place, it's a tire shop. I won't say which tire shop, but I'm saying it is a I tire shop. Where, I'll keep it a I secret. probably
6: know where it is. But
4: <laughs> every Saturday when they close, I think they close probably about, like, 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm the line just starts. Yep, You got that right. And this truck just, it it pulls up Mm -hmm. and I want to say that truck is there till 2 a.m. So they're probably going from like 6 to 2. Easy. And I've never seen less than 10 people in line oh Oh, dude
2: it was like that for us last night too kirk morrison let me tell you Mm -hmm. um and what i love is beto is explaining me. he goes cap 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 you notice how there's no white people here he goes it's only you you're the only white guy here he goes and you notice how there's no karens nobody's saying come on let's go make it faster goes, everybody's patient everybody's waiting in line he goes you notice that i'm like no man i just was eating tacos i didn't notice any of this stuff i mean i was just like (laughs) oblivious to it all kirk morrison is in today Mm -hmm. um As we get started, Kirk, I want to tell you that this whole story about USC and UCLA taking off of the Big Ten, I'm sure you've got a lot of opinions about Mm -hmm. it, but the Big Ten is now exploring adding other teams from the Pac-12. Which other teams? Does it make sense? Let's get to that story. We're just
0: getting rolling. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Real quick, what's the easiest choice you can make? Window seat over middle? Beach vacation over camping? What about selling with Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business.
4: Purple rain. Woo!
2: Nice, Kirk Morrison. Very nice. Kirk Morrison in for mm-hmm. Sidano. Ring. This is Sidano and Cap on ring. 710 ESPN. Get it, man. Mm. Come on. Uh, uh, uh.
4: Mm-mm. One of the best concerts I've ever been to in my life, me and my wife, in Inglewood at the Forum. It's Prince. One of the best shows I've ever seen. Brought out Sheila E. I mean, it was... It, it was... It, it was it. It was it. That was... So you ever talk, like, when someone sings a song or, like, that artist and it takes you to a place, it took me to the acoustics of the Forum. The great Forum. Remember when like, all the concerts just happened at the Forum? Yes. Yeah, and so now you last, have, like, 30 million venues. Do. do sometimes. Yeah, but yeah. you got, like, all these different venues now around yeah. Los Angeles. But you had a concert at the Forum. It was phew, to the rafters. Yeah. Yeah. How so, long ago was that? Wow. So I want to say we went in 20 – he did, like, a 20 – like a whole, what is it, like a month of shows he did? Yeah, like everywhere, right? Like ev- everywhere. So like you did one say, at LA Live too. I want to say it was twenty, maybe twenty ten. I believe. Really? Yeah, about twelve years ago. Yeah.
2: I just saw the other day that um, there's a Prince tribute band playing nearby me, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go see that. Any guy who's got enough courage to try
4: and play Prince in a tribute band, <laughs> I want to see that for myself. I was actually Prince for Halloween, by the way. No really. way, really? <laughs> Only I, I can show you the picture, Laura. I won't put it out for the okay, social. Come on, see. man. Let us check it out. Let us take a look at you, Kirk You Morrison. ain't here. You ain't here.
2: Yeah. So, um, so listen, I want to talk to you, Kirk, about a lot of things coming up today, and yeah. and with you being in studio today, I want to get into a little bit of Rams. I want to get into some NFL headlines. We'll gotcha, get to all man. that coming up. But a story today that has really interested me, otherwise I'll wind up talking about how many tacos I ate for the next three hours. I don't want to do that. Um, a story that really interested me today is the potential expansion of the Big Ten. So, look, we all know the story by now, right? USC and UCLA take off for the Big Ten. Uh, UCLA's athletic director, Martin Jarman, pretty much tells everybody why they did it, yeah. which is we're $100 million in debt when I took over this athletic department. we got to find a way to make some money. And, by the way, not only are we going to make enough money – in the Big Ten, but we're also going to be able to make enough money to save all of our Olympic sports here at our school. So we're not going to have to start canceling sports. So we are leaving because there's better competition, better national visibility, and let's be honest, a whole lot more money. But when the Big Ten takes USC and UCLA, the question right after that is, well, what happens from here? You know, does the Big Does the Big Ten take more? Does the Pac-12 try and expand? What's going to happen? I don't know if you saw the story earlier today. There's a report that the Big Ten is now looking at four additional Pac-12 schools. Have you heard about this?
4: Yeah, I have. Absolutely. You know, anything college football, I'm on top of now as we get ready. My uh, college football season is quickly, fast, rapidly approaching. So my, my head is literally on football. It doesn't matter. College, it doesn't matter. Even even high school football, right? i got some high school games coming up in Bishop Gorman and... De La Salle High School. So I'm just telling you, I'm all over when it comes to Los Alamitos. That's cool, Saint by the way. John are you, Bosco's doing, got are you one. doing those
2: games for ESPN? Or? Yeah, ESPN.
4: Oh, wow. Yeah, so I. I Kirk, I have by to, the way,
2: with all these kids that are like superstars and yeah. getting, you know, to big time schools and, mm-hmm. you know, that quarterback at Los Alamitos, for Absolutely. example. Absolutely. Yeah. Somebody was telling me the other day about the amount of. Oh, uh, it was Beto. Was telling me about the amount of NIL money mm-hmm. that is now available to kids who are still in high school, yes. who are going to become big college stars or projected to become big college stars. So the NIL money is not just the college
4: guys, but it's the high school guys high who school are about guy. to become the college guys. That blows my mind. Well, it shouldn't blow your mind because I mean, like you have, you know, you know, you've you've been a father for a while. You understand the influence that your kids bring home to you. So think about the guys who are or the people who are actual influencers. Or the ones that the kids look up to, like, oh, man, this is the coolest dude in school. Well, everybody wants to do what the coolest dude in school is doing, what he's wearing or what she's wearing, the tie of shoes, the haircut. So that's what NIL has been for the high school players, which I think now you're starting to see that it's not about the talent that they have, which obviously helps out, but it's about the influence that they have more so than anything. And that's the fun part of watching these high schoolers. They get ready to go to college because- they already come with the following more so than anything that they could have a reach cap. They have a reach now.
2: I, I'm with you. Listen, I, I'm trying to remember who it was, but there were these two twin college basketball players from some small school. I mean, I'm not talking about you know like like
4: which one? The, the you, girls from Fresno State. They yeah, just that's transferred who it is. To Miami. Fresno State. Yeah. Oh, really? Fresno yeah.
2: State. So, so they weren't at UConn. They weren't mm-hmm. at Tennessee. They weren't at like one of these major female college basketball powerhouse kind of schools. And because they had such a big social media following, that's why they were so attractive for NIL deals. Mm -hmm. But back to this story, though. So now that you've already told us, you know, you're getting ready for college football season, high school football. The story of who might be next to follow USC and UCLA. Kirk, you've heard by now about Cal Berkeley and how the governor of the state of California is like, we need answers. How could UCLA just (laughs) make this unilateral decision and not even consider their brother to the north in Cal Berkeley? And if Cal Berkeley is going to be negatively impacted by UCLA leaving financially, well, you can imagine Cal Berkeley crying to dad, the governor, hey, you can't let them leave without us. And today the story is that the Big Ten might consider adding Stanford, Cal, Oregon, and Washington. Kirk Morrison, what do you think about that?
4: Well, first of all, I love the expansion aspect of it in terms of, the more teams going to the Big Ten. I think the SEC has shown that they have a, a dominant name. When we hear SEC, we think of the cream of the crop in terms of football. Uh, the Big Ten is now starting to get there. But bringing over more schools outside of UCLA and USC, it's, it's about brand names. I get it. But the brand names of USC and UCLA, like you at first you're like, no, they got they're in the Pac twelve and they should stay there. Well, people forget it used to be the Pac Eight. Then it went to the Pac Ten. Then it went to the Pac Twelve. Expansion has been all around for a very long time. That being said, of those names that you've heard, Cap, because the names that have been flirted I mean, kind of flirting around, I guess, or flowing around has been Stanford, Cal, Oregon, Washington. Are those brand names, though? You know what I mean? Like, a brand name university is that when you put that logo up, you automatically know what it is, but you know what it stands for. I don't care where you are. If someone's – you see an SC anywhere, you know what that means. You see UCLA, you know what that means. Alabama, Ohio State, that's just name recognition. Even the Stanford Cardinal, that that tree, that big S, we know what that is. I'm not trying to downplay Cal Berkeley, but – When it comes to athletics, they don't sit at the same table as USC, UCLA, and so if they're thinking that oh we should go to the Big Ten or hopefully they'll ask us, that's it doesn't create the revenue that the reasons why you want to go there. So well, but this is
2: interesting though, Kirk, because think about this. You ready?
4: If you're the Big Ten and you've already got USC and UCLA, you got LA, you
2: got the Southern California TV market, right? Mm -hmm. If you go get Stanford and Cal. Who, by the way, you know, you now you have the two Southern California schools, and then you have the two Northern California schools. You've got two different rivalries coming to the same conference. Stanford is a school that the Big Ten would absolutely want because academically, that you know, that's somebody that they would like to have them in their conference. Um, Cal Berkeley, really the same thing. And then with Oregon, you get the Phil Knight Nike money. Mm-hmm. And, and then with, with Washington, another school that fits in neatly with the Wisconsin, Penn State, Michigan type schools, you get the Seattle TV market. So if, if the Big Ten expands and they add Stanford, Cal, Oregon, and Washington, you have the entire West Coast. You took the best of what the Pac 12 had. And you get the Seattle TV market, the Northern California TV market, the Southern California TV market, and you've just added six teams from a conference. I mean, listen, I said it from the beginning. Everybody laughed at me. They go, they don't want Stanford and Cal. Nobody in San Francisco and Northern California watches Stanford and Cal. They do want them. Mm -hmm. And you want Seattle, so you get Washington. Oregon's just about Phil Knight and Nike. But I think if if I'm these four schools, even if the Big Ten says, look, you're not going to get the full membership dollars that everybody else is getting because we're kind of doing you guys a favor and bringing you along, you take that and jump. I think.
4: Yeah, it sounds like a price fight, right? That <laughs> not, not that both fighters aren't going to get paid equally. It's like fighting Floyd Mayweather. Floyd's going to get one prize, you're going to get the other one, but it will be better than what the Pac-12 yes, had. I mean, right. for so many years, honestly, the, the the Pac-12, they they've really they they thought they were better than who they were, and look you know, we both have San Diego ties cap and our, our buddy, we know the uh, great Bill Walden always talks about the conference of champions, PAC 12 conference of champions. It, it hasn't been that the PAC 12 has honestly, honestly been laughed at when it comes to all of the athletics, because they don't have a lucrative deal. Like the ACC network, the SEC network, the big 10 network, the PAC 12 network has been a joke. And so now finally, Everyone's realizing that within the conference, and because of a bad deal with the Pac-12 network, everybody's jumping ship. We got to go. We got to go make the money. This is all about revenue. This is about television dollars, because no one's is, is talking about, well, the travel for the student-athlete. No, we're not talking cares. about I, I want to see UCLA versus Penn State. I want to see USC take on... Um, Michigan, 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 Michigan Michigan State. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see those matchups. So, to me, this is what people don't talk about enough. This is going to create new matchups that we only can get, what, every – what, 20 years? 15, 20 years? Think about a USC-Michigan game. Come on, man. Right. Now to be able to get that every three years or every four, depending on the rotation of what the the league looks like, man, this is new blood. This is new matchups. This is more intrigue, and this is the reason why you want to show up every Saturday and watch.
2: Right. I'm with you. Listen, I'm telling you right now, if you're Cal, Stanford, Oregon, and Washington, and you have a chance to join USC and UCLA and go to the Big Ten, you do it. Hey, coming up, I hear our man Beto Duran, who was really the tour guide yesterday of the big East L.A. Taco Tour. Beto's stopping by, Kirk's in for Sedano, and this is Sedano and Cap on 710
0: ESPN. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall.
2: Oh, nice. A rickroll. Nice. It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Kirk Morrison is in for Sedano. (laughs) Sedano.
6: This was released in 1987. 1987, huh? I wasn't even born. Never going to
2: Keep going. (laughs) 1987, huh? What were you doing in 1987,
4: Kirk? Whoa. 87. 87. Uh, Man. A young Kirk Morrison was cruising the streets of Oakland, California, just learning how to hit the ball off the tee. Hey, how about that? Mm-hmm. Young guy, huh? Yeah, just trying to hit the ball off the tee. Young mm-hmm. five-year-old, just getting ready for his aspirations of being part of the uh, the uh, the success of the Bash Brothers as they, in their infancy stages. I
2: it's say just... it all the time. I don't know how it happened, but I became the old guy around here. I was 17 at that time. <laughs> I became the old guy. Mm-mm. I don't know what happened. Hey, uh, Kirk. I see that Beto Duran is standing by after last night's incredible East LA taco tour. Beto, good afternoon. How was your golf game early this morning?
7: Oh man, it was lovely. Black Gold and your Linda, uh, mm. Chris Morales's home course. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I played uh, with Bernardo Osuna, our buddy from ESPN. It was a great job. He hosted me. It was it was fun, man. You know, a little six fourteen felt like a champ. It was great.
2: All right. So, um, how'd you feel this morning after uh, after all the tacos we ate last night?
7: Man, you acted like I was supposed to be hurting or something like that. Like people were like, "Oh, are you okay?" Like, dude, we do this every day, bro. I told you it's not Taco Tuesday. Every day's tacos, man. I don't know. Like, people were like, "Oh, you guys ate a lot." This is what we do. Like, I mean, my, mind you, it wasn't the gluttony, but you know the 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 red cups. I think it would hurt me a little bit. Uh, you know, the old fashions afterwards might have helped a little bit. You know that. <laughs>
2: Tell you where I got hurt though, Beto, last night. Where, where I really did get hurt though is the last stop that we made. You and I were going through the taco lime. You were suggesting that I use the salsa verde. I decided to use the salsa roja, right? And, and you're like, what are you doing, man? And I put this salsa on, and dude, I ate these tacos, and the next thing you know, Kirk, I'm in one of those full sweats, like I just ran a marathon. Like, it is coming off the back of my head, down my ear, down my butt. I mean, it was just, it was gnarly. I
7: was sweating like a mofo. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, look, Kurt, Kurt knows what's up, man. He grew up with Mexicans. Yeah, I'm not. Sure the- Kurt knows. Okay, you know, Kurt, like how they have, like, the avocado salsa for, like, you know, the yeah. fats Yeah. the And then they they have the green salsa. And everybody knows if it's red, you know, what does red mean? Stop, right? No, this fool is acting all brave. And I'm like, okay, go for it, champ. Have a good old time. (laughs) And
4: then you, (laughs) you, you at at the end of the day, you always got to ask first. Like, for me, I'm good with the salsa verde. See, the green sauce, I'm good with. Orange, I'm good with. But once you start getting into the red, and now you look down and you start to see some pepper flakes in there, that's just when yeah. I stop, okay? Because I know that it's going to be, it maybe ta- it may taste good going in, but coming out it may be a little hot. So you got to remember those things as well. <laughs> also, this
7: one, it's about nine thirty. You know, tacos stands down open for a while. If the jug is still full. Do not touch. Do not it. touch that. <laughs> yes,
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs> you want to be scooping. You want to be scooping the, the, the like the last yeah. little bit of it. Like, man, we're, any more of this? Yeah. No, that's it. That's all we brought. Well, for that's the why day. I
2: asked how you were doing this yeah. morning, Beto. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. For me this morning, um, it I, I, there was there was some pain on, uh, early in the morning. I can tell you that right now.
7: Shocker! I am surprised. you didn't, Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's uh You know, what? I give you credit though. You came out. You showed up, and it was Kurt. I wish you would have been there, man. If I would have know. known that you were around, I would have been him here because you're legit. If you show up, all those Raider fans would have been out there all over you, man. They would have, like, loved you. It was cool. It was fun. It was a, an adventure. And, uh, you know, Scott was behind the grill. Scott was talking Espanol. S. Uh, Scott, E. H. S. C. O. T. Was uh, working it. He's uh, it, you, okay, Kurt. You know this, right? Cause, yeah. so you Your know, Scott just listen. I'm, I'm having conversation with my boy Kurt Merson. right? Go ahead. Like, you know, you know how those dudes who took Spanish in high school, yes. and then they go down and party at San Diego State, and all of a sudden, <laughs> come on, don't you? Say... <laughs> Right, you know what I'm talking yeah. about, right? Yep. At about nine at nine o'clock, they're like, "Oh, don't they start El baño." And then about eleven o'clock, they feel really brave and they start talking like full on paragraphs. That was <laughs> our boy Scott Kaplan last night, right? Hey,
4: <laughs> that was this me at Rosarito was, Beach, yeah, in college at exactly. during spring break, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah,
7: yeah. You were there at College Fest. You had poppers and beer going with up. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Senior Frog. So I got still got my yeah. my
4: uh, my jersey hanging up as Senior Frog. I'm talking about my uh, a, my shirt. college T-shirt. That was ripped to shreds, but it was a great time, great party. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Beto.
7: Absolutely. <laughs> see, that's what we need. That's what, you know, the next tour is going to be with Kirk Morrison, man. But no, nah, it was cool to see, You know, and I'll be completely serious about this, it was cool to see the way that the listeners that were out there hanging out with yes. us because they were just following us on social media and they got there, and the love that Scott Kaplan got, it was cool, man, because you, know, you don't ever go out there because we do our jobs and we go home, and just to see – you know, and Scott out there with them, and then the fans that were listening, they are like, they're following along, and it, it was it was fun, man. It, it, Scott and I have been talking about it, go do it for a while, not as a bit, not as like a, you know, we've all been involved in these bad yeah. radio station promotions where it's like, hey, let's go to a barbershop. Let's go here, let's go there. Like, come on, man, no, no, let's do it, make it sincere and real. And that's what it was last night. It was a lot yeah. of fun.
2: Hey, Beto, do, it, do this for everybody that's listening that, that didn't make it last night. And by the way, um, I saw some of the data this morning on uh, on the social media engagement. I mean, it was like millions and millions and millions, like, I don't know, like 20 million or so views of everything that we did last night. Did you know that? I thought
7: it was 19 million,
2: man. Oh, 19 million. All right, maybe I exaggerated a little bit. Maybe a little bit. But, better, tell everybody, just kind of go through everybody, for everybody that's listening and just tuning in, kind of how the night went so that you can be specific about where we were.
7: Yeah, so it was all organic, man. And I was like, okay, it's going to be a couple hours. Let me figure something out. And, you know, people were like, you could have gone to this spot. You could have gone to that spot. I wanted to go over the bridge, the Sixth Street Bridge, because yeah, like, that's all the influencers. Stop
4: right there, Beto. The, stop right there. I don't want to stop right there. I mean, I don't want you to to forget, but just everybody is now trying to get to the bridge. So just I, I, for me, I've, I've watched it every single night on the news since yeah. they opened the yeah, bridge. Yeah. And so for someone who has not been to the bridge, can you describe the feeling Scott gave us his little rundown of it? He got a cool little yeah. picture, but for you and for, and for the people who haven't got a chance to see this six street bridge, which should be on every Los Angeles uh, picture or, or postcard yeah, exactly. describe this bridge.
7: Okay. So it in- costs a billion dollars to make and the original bridge was blown up a few years ago because it was falling apart so they redid it and it's cool it's lighting up but then the people who designed it didn't realize that there's gonna be people acting the fool so there's mm. no separation from the road and the people who can just come in so I decided to take Scott there because you know what we do we're you know we're gonna go and follow the trend like everybody else <laughs> so I'm like, okay what's everybody else doing let's go to the bridge and take a picture just like those basic people on instagram and we were so basic yesterday yeah we went to the bridge yeah we took a picture and what we got it and after scott kaplan goes on the bridge what happened they shut it down because people were trying to <laughs> go wild out there bunch <laughs> and i were, off, we're yeah bunch and i were driving over the bridge and these groups of cyclists teenage kids were just in a pack and they just took over the bridge so we stopped on the bridge it's awesome though because the views of downtown at sunset tell me uh, white boy Scott did not look awesome in his picture Indeed. looking into downtown <laughs> with his shades right at duck. <laughs> Tell me that picture doesn't look awesome. <laughs> Tell me,
4: right? That was fire.
7: So, so before we went
2: to the bridge, <laughs> yeah, just, exactly. just
7: give us, give us the, because we got about two minutes to go okay, okay. Give us the okay, taco so now. We okay, so we went to Avenue 26 Tacos right there by Skid Row because I figured if Scott can hang here we can take him to East L.A. Went to the bridge took the picture. Then we went to Tacos Don Cuco, TJ-style tacos de adobada that you would love, Kurt, because you went to San Diego State. We mm-hmm. got the owner. Don Cuco was there, and everybody was talking to us. His daughter uh, went to Montebello High, a family business. The line was long. Dude, We had, we had a 12-pack in the parking lot. I'm not going to lie. We were yeah. hanging out with the people. <laughs> hey,
1: they, Beto, they, they, did, you we notice, did,
2: you, did you notice that there was nobody? Because you pointed this out to me, so of course you noticed it. But you were like, hey, Kaplan, you notice that there's nobody back here complaining? You said there's no Karens out here demanding that the line move faster?
7: Nah, yeah, you... man. Everybody was having a good time, and then to wrap it up, we could have gone some other spots, but it was down the street on Atlantic, and I took him to the Pet Boys. I, I don't even know the name of this taco spot. Everybody knows, just go to Pet Boys because it still exists. Boom. Scott was there saying chilo. He was there. He was done, and uh, we had a good time, man. It was cool to just hang out with Scott in a non-work environment and uh, just see Scott with the people, man. Viva <laughs> and Scott. Eastside Side <laughs> cap. We The hashtag East Side cap, bro. I mean, come East on, now. <laughs> they started hashtagging me kirk east side yeah. cap yeah yeah so for the newest guy in the station to go over mason ain't over there right travis ain't over there but what everybody want to do they all want to hang out like the community man everybody wants to go over there now Yeah,
2: man Shoot. man. i'm telling you right now uh east la is my spot now you know my people
7: uh, e- 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 easy there easy there easy there no, it's me. not my spot You've been there once. It's not your spot, bro. Oh, okay, <laughs> All right. he, I thought it was my he spot. Said he, now he got
4: a little hood credibility, though. he yeah. got a little a hood oh, hall pass. He does. He got a hall he, pass. He, he
7: does. He he absolutely does. Uh, he he does. And I, Scott was cool. And Kurt, you'll love this. Did not act like the scared white guy in the wrong neighborhood. He was good. <laughs> he was good. <laughs> 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 But
2: although oh, one last thing, so so has got this buddy of his. His name is Razo. Razo. Right? Oh my yeah. god! Razo shows up in this this bomb pickup truck. It's all decked out, man. The thing looks so cool. But he's got this this horn that when he blows it, it scares the hell out of everybody within like a, a five mile radius. He kept blowing this horn, and I kept jumping out of my flip flops.
4: That that's the only oh, thing, though. No. That's the only thing, though. No. Cap, next time you go, because you almost gave yourself up. Okay, you almost gave yourself up. Either put some Chuck Taylors on, or put some low cut shoes on. Some surf, something. Yeah, you can't man. wear you can't wear flip flops, man. You look like a Fed. Yeah. Okay. You look don't look want like you. Fan. Fan. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? We look like the ops, man. We can't let you go out there like that. I'm like, what does this dude got? Flip flops on out here? <laughs> oh, oh my god, that's he great. Does. He
7: does, uh, All right, oh,
2: Beto,
4: man. We'll we see gotta get
7: the shirt. East side Cap.
2: Yeah, uh, Beto, we'll see you on Friday, correct?
7: Yes, sir, I'll be back. I'm working a fight, Golden Boy Fights out in India where I'm at with 110. And, uh, yeah, Rosso, Garfield High representative, Roosevelt represented, and Eastside Cap is ready to go. Yes, sir. All right.
2: Hey, Beto, thanks for that yesterday, man. That was a great time, dude. He's gone. All right, he's out of here. He is gone. Hey, now listen, uh, this is kind of interesting because mm-hmm. what happened, Kirk, was I was wearing a T-shirt that said, Well, wait a second. Uh, Funchy, do you know what my T-shirt said?
3: Wilding, right? Wilding.
2: Wilding. Wilding. Mm -hmm. Wilding. Mm -hmm. Like, like we out here on the bridge, we just all be up here wilding. Yeah, we out here wilding out. Right.
6: See, he says it right. Wilding out. Somebody
2: decided to put a D in it. I don't know who put the D in it. (laughs) You did. I didn't put no D in it.
6: Yes, you did.
2: (laughs) I put that D in it. Oh, Uh, God,
6: no. uh, No, uh, no, uh, no, uh, no. uh. This is not where we were going with this guy. Wow. Focus. Focus, focus. Okay, so
2: now, Kirk, everybody sees the Wilding t-shirt, mm-hmm. and on the back of it, it says Sedano and Cap 710. Yes. And people are on social media going, how do I get one of those t-shirts? Mm-hmm. I want one of those
4: t-shirts, by, okay. by the way. Yeah. Well, here, me here, here, too.
2: Okay. Well, guess what? We're All giving of away a
4: sudden. A, we're, right,
2: now, we're going to give them away today. Okay.
6: Okay. All of a sudden, everybody wants it.
2: Right. Yeah. So me and Laura were both wearing the Wilding t-shirt yesterday, rocking it, modeling it, and now everybody wants one. So- why don't we give, them, give a few away today? Laura, what do you think?
6: Yeah, let's do caller number five and caller number seven, and we'll give you guys a T-shirt. And these are exclusive because we are going to have a Sedano and Cap remote coming up. More details to come, and you guys can win them there, too.
2: All right, caller number five and caller number seven right now. eight seven 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 ten espn eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. 3776 You got the Sedano and Cap Wilding T-shirt Everybody stick around because what you need to know is next. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN.